Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the Indigo Angel, Jennifer Sosha. Hello. And the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. You guys, we are back. We are back here talking about new metal today and talking about some boys that we haven't talked about in a little bit. Head P.E. and their album, Planet Earth. Whoa. I'm sorry. No, their, their album's not called Planet Earth. Uh, I said that wrong. Oh, boy. It's a wild the, time out there. The P.E. stands for Planet Earth. Yeah, that's right. This album's called Blackout. Blackout. I don't know. If you are listening at home, more than likely listening at home, we're in the middle of a pandemic. Global pandemic. Global pandemic. Also, if you can hear, my son is trying to walk into the room. Maybe he will, maybe he won't. I don't know. This is the pandemic lifestyle right now, Guest you guys. Kozlowski. That's right. Listen, people are living on top of each other. Granted, I'm always living with my son, but things could get, get wild at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> Your open door policy. My open door policy. Always open door. Come on in. Uh, you want to come in and say hello? Oh, oh, thank you. Oh, hug and a kiss? Okay. Okay. Don't cut a moment. I'm not going to cut any of this. I guess Simon's staying in the room. All right. You know what? If a dog's got to listen, a dog's got to listen. The dog's got to listen. Dog's got to listen. We're talking oh, about. He, well, he he yeah. heard we're doing the horniest band in America. He's like, I am horny. I'm, I've been in lockdown for three days. I'm horned up. Listen, at any time I'll be in the house and I'll hear a noise of wetness. Of a slapping noise. And I know it's this dog licking himself. Going to town on D's nuts. Going to town on where D's nuts used to be. <laughs> and uh, or, or finding a, a, patch of, uh, a patch of carpet that he's in love with. That happens a lot. Yeah, as I was saying, we're in the middle of a pandemic. We're all making it through. We're trying to stay healthy. We hope that you are too. And we're thankful that you are listening. We just want to let you know the pandemic is crazy. We're going to try to keep getting these episodes to you. There may be some breaks. There may be some weeks we miss. It's not because we don't love you. It's just that we're trying to survive this pandemic, baby. Got to be responsible. Got to be responsible. Don't be a fucker. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Don't be a fucker. Don't be a fucker. <laughs> we all got to band together, man. Everybody's right. stressed out to the max, bro. Absolutely. So oh, should, should I make the announcement right now, my friend? Make it now, Matt. But this 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 episode is already running wild. Pandemic 2020. Let's Pandemic do it. Pandemic 2020. Uh, so we have been selling our pre-orders for the Activate the Pit shirt. Uh, they've been going well. And uh, a pandemic came along and grinded everything to a halt. So not because of the pandemic, but moreover because of the moves that a lot of governments are making which may result in people either being unemployed for long stretches of time or um, uncertain of their futures. Uh, we're going to put a little little pause on the pre... We'll still have it up, but we're going to put a pause on that. I'm going to reach out personally to everybody who pre-ordered, and if you would like a refund, it is immediately going to be transferred via PayPal. Um, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it. Um, but if you'd like to wait, that is fine as well. But... Um, Shit's fucked up, guys, and uh, I don't want to take anybody's money away right now for a t-shirt that is silly and fun uh, when that can make a difference in your life. So that's the Roach Coach pledge. 
That we're is not, the roach coach. We're not going to be fuckers. We're not going to be fuckers. We're, we're not going to be fuckers. Guys. Uh, podcasts are a hospitality service in my mind. And sure. the first thing in hospitality is being hospitable. That's right. Absolutely. That's and right. Not a fucker. Don't be a fucker. Don't be a fucker. Absolutely. You know what else we got to talk about? We got to talk about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? Who is? So we got a wreck by Mike. Uh, I'm always saying his last name wrong. I'm apparently, and I'm trying to try it again. Mike Spawn of Juggalo Judgment. Wonderful podcast all about ICP. And he sent this and he says, hey, you guys got to consider this for the new metal junk drawer. It is twisted in the back seat of a car. Rocking out to blind. It's incredible. For one, it's blind, which we love. We do. It's good. And the guys in Twisted, they are hyped AF. Hyped. I how think, can you not be? I think they always are. Well, they're they're, also, they're very how can hyped. You not be? Yeah, but seeing them hyped in the back seat of a car to blind. Oh, that's the stuff right there. That's the stuff right there. So you know what I uh. I don't see why not, because that's what the new metal junk drawer is all about. All right? It's all about fun stuff. Doesn't really make sense for the canon, but reaching into that junk drawer, maybe you're looking for a pen, maybe you're looking for an extra battery, Yeah. you know? A command strip. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A lot of things in that junk drawer. Tales from my life. <laughs> all right. So thank you, Mike. We're going to throw it in. I'll also throw up a link. We'll throw up a link on uh, on that social. You can see what we're talking about. But uh, Twisted, getting wild to blind. Always great to see it. Jenny, we also got to talk about who's emailing. Who, who's emailing? I'll tell you who's emailing. Jamal Christmas. Uh, Jamal Christmas has a fantastic name and sent us an email with the subject, Amazing. Uh, Jamal says, I've been listening for almost a year and I'm proud to say you guys keep me laughing and interested every week currently listening to episode 195 and can't get through it without stopping at 920 crying smiley face suggestion breaking benjamin's debut album saturate we got a great list here they're my childhood i think you guys might like them if you guys don't i would still like to hear your opinions you guys haven't done one yet it'd just be cool thanks that's a very strong case jamal thank you very much Thank you, Jamal. You know, a lot of people will come to us with a lot of different reasons of why we should listen to an album. These were all rock solid reasons. Honestly, starting with "They're My Childhood," wow, there, way to go, right there out out the out the gate. So yeah, I guess I guess we really got to consider Breaking Benjamin, you guys. I think we really Ooh. do. Okay. All right. Uh, thank you, Jamal. Um, we also have to talk about this drowning pool feedback. Drowning pool feedback. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that we did this album. Really? Oh, well, oh Jenny. I yeah. remember that this was a very sexed up episode. <laughs> That's uh, right. Remember the front cover of the album, Jenny, had a porn star on it. I do remember the cover of the album. But you remember nothing else? No, I think I just like completely like <laughs> clean my mind of albums i didn't like after uh, but nevertheless mm. we should talk about the feedback we should matt murphy said i'd hate to be the most negative person here 
But the most appealing thing about this album is the cover, and that's only because it reminds me of one of my dad's old magazines. Okay, no, but really, this is car repair shop background music. <laughs> yeah. Not wrong. Not, Not wrong. wrong. Not wrong. Uh, Jimmy Jensen says, whenever you encourage Jenny to go Midwest mom, I can't stop laughing. Your dry wit is as awesome as your reviews and just general mellow talk on the subject. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate that. Thank you, Jimmy. Rodrigo says, not as good as Sinner, but this one is actually a really good album, far better than what came after. Very ominous. Very (laughs) ominous. That's a real dark cloud of a comment, let me tell you. Oh, boy. As we sail, set our course directly towards it. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, Shane Hefley, uh, great comment here. Says, great up. Record sucked. (laughs) Thank you. Getting right to that point. Thank you, Shane. Getting right to it. Um, That is it for Who's Tweeting. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're Roach Coach and all those. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your recs. Send us an album album that you want us to do with a list of reasons and include in it. They are my childhood because that'll put it right to the top, baby. And uh, now it's time to talk about the album of the week. As we are here in this pandemic, baby, we're talking about Head P.E. and their album, Blackout. Jenny, when did this album come out? This album was released on March 18th, 2003. Whoa, that's a come down record. Mm-hmm. Is that still the come down? 2003? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't even know why I questioned it. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I've been working from home for, for one, one day. day. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take it anymore. Uh, yes, March 18th, 2003. Jenny, any history with Blackout? Not that I recall. No. I don't even think I'd ever seen the album cover. Um, so, no. No, not for me. How about you, Lauren? No, no history with this one. This album cover, also a surprise to me. This was a big thrift. Pick this one up at Half Off Books for a sweet $2.00. Nice. Nice. Love and even too. Loved. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is actually, I should, this was not just half price books. This was the half price books outlet. <laughs> wow. And uh, let me tell you. You, you thought you were getting some deals at Half Price Books? Oh, man. You got to head over to the outlet. Once you hit that outlet, yeah. oh. the world opens up. They it really should have does. called it less than Half Price Books. <laughs> they should have. Less than. <laughs> real little at the top. Real little. <laughs> like a stamp. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to call them. <laughs> Give them a call. Give They're a probably call. looking for suggestions. Yeah, right in now. this economy, they're oh. looking for <laughs> Have you considered? Um, yeah, maybe yeah. that'll be my new hobby. Yeah. Uh, Matt, any Nobody. history with Blackout? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're already going off the rails. Oh, wow. Let's have fun tonight, man. Oh, oh yeah. As opposed to normally when we are dead serious. <laughs> We're That's... so serious about the new metal. Oh, we're going to have a little bit of fun tonight as we talk about this record. Uh, Jenny. I mean, people people who've been with us for a long time know, like, we started off our early apps. I think, like, ep 7, we did the first head PE right around episode, like, 4550. We did the second head PE. Jenny, you and I went to see head PE in concert. We did. An incredibly sexual show with this audience. Took a turn. Took a turn. There was a vibe. (laughs) A vibe. Thick vibe in the air, for sure. Oh, my gosh. But still a great show. I had fun. 
Yeah. And it just felt like time to do this record. Jenny, who is in head PE on this album? On this album, we have uh, Jared Gomez, of course, on vocals and lyrics. Uh, Wes, West Style Gear on guitar. Sonny Mayo on guitar. Doug, DJ Product 1969, copyright voice on turntables. Mark, Mock, Young on bass. And Ben C. Vaught on drums. There you go. Producer on this record, an old friend, an old buddy. Machine. Love the machine. There he is. Machine is back. He also had a little bit of help from Steve Thompson and Mike Bradford. Now, this record, we're coming off of 2000's Broke, which, while not a hit, did help sort of set the tone for Head P's career, has some of their biggest songs on Broke, and they were just looking to really get this thing going to the next level, but... Jared has come forward and said that he is not happy with this record in the long term. He, uh, this is coming from the wiki, which has cited annotations. Says he later reflected unfavorably on the album's production, claiming that the label was trying to achieve commercial success by forcing a new metal sound. He stated, in 2011, all my decisions were being overlooked by the record company I was under when producing it, causing me to hold back on things, change song structures, and all other kinds of shit in order to try and get into the radio-friendly scene to fit in with the new metal movement. And as I complied, I grew to dislike what I was becoming. Mm. In 2003? Listen, yeah. at the time, Matt, <laughs> w- Matt. We know it's the come down now, but did they know it was the come down then? Uh, true enough. Well, well, you, my friend, <laughs> know even better than I the top albums of 2003 because we have mentioned them before. The top albums of 2003. I will have to look up. But no, I mean, oh, wasn't oh. that when we were in the Hive Strokes? Well... This is interesting. Someone pointed out to me recently that while everyone does always say the Strokes came and it was over, the Hives came and it was over, the Killers came and it was over, the White Stripes came, the and it was White over. Stripes, it was over. The Strokes only went platinum ten years after their first album came out. The Strokes were not a commercial juggernaut. They were a cultural juggernaut amongst music critics and the hipsters. But commercially, it was still making more sense to be in the new metal thing. Because here's the thing. The Strokes were not all golfing when they got the call that their album went number one because it didn't go number one. That was stained in 2001. True. So these are things that I, I think, you know, that you look at it from a cultural lens and you think, what were people talking about in the fall of 2001 besides 9-11? They were talking about the Strokes. Okay, sure. But were the people necessary, were the greater public buying that? That is the greater question. So I, you know, I got to say also, this is, this is March of 2003. We're around the same time as Linkin Park are about to drop Meteora. Uh, Meteora. We're right before the summer of Deftones dropping 
They're self-titled. And Evanescence is about to drop too. So there you go. The okay. Daredevil soundtrack. It's it's still it's still in it, man. It's still thick in the air. And everybody's waiting on that new LB. They don't know that it's gonna have red light, green light on it. They don't know. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I drive through a lot of lights, and I'll be damned if it doesn't just... Red light, green light? Red yeah, light, green and then light. I just laugh, and I look like a weirdo in my car. That's fine. That's fine. If they knew why, it'd be even worse. <laughs> Red light, green light? Why are you laughing? Uh, well, you see. It's, you see, <laughs> Limp Bizkit. So, do you remember? Yeah. Well, number one, you remember Limp Bizkit? <laughs> that, that Nookie song, Brick Stuff. Yeah, it would yeah. just be a whole thing. It would be. Um, going back to Jared, he did say that he eventually would try to make the follow-up album to uh, to this record, it's called Only in America, as uncommercial as possible to provoke people lyrically as a backlash against the more commercial sound of Blackout. And while I have not heard anything from Only in America, I have read what people have said about it. And my friends, we might have to... We would really have to buckle up when we do that record, just based on just what people are saying. Hey, Lauren. So, yeah. You made a point, and I think I have the thing that solidifies your point. Okay. 2003, Stanger comes out. Oh, boy. Whoa. There it is. The summer of Stanger. <laughs> stanger, Stanger. That's All right. right. Well, do you guys want to talk about Blackout? Maybe. I do. I do. I want to talk about Blackout. Jenny, I want to know about the genre tags in Blackout. Oh, sure. No problem. We got rap metal and new metal on this bad boy. Ooh. Well, there you go. That's right. Um, and Jenny, this was, chart-wise, head PE's peak. Really? Peaked out number 33 on the Billboard 200 opening week, selling 28,000 copies just 28,000 more copies of than anything I have ever sold. And um, let's see. What else do we have to say about it? Um, Jared. Oh, here's another quote from Jared. He dismissed the album as corporate junk. We're in for it tonight, you guys. We are in for it. All right. Well, let's listen to this let's do suit it. piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the first track <laughs> is called Suck It Up. Ladies and gentlemen, for our next fight, please oh, welcome shit. from Huntington Beach, California. Oh shit! They're gonna unleash this tiger. Just bring it. Bow down. Bow down. 
What is happening? Madden is happening. <laughs> this is on the Madden soundtrack. That makes so much sense. It's ridiculous. This song is preposterous. <laughs> it, yeah. This song it is. is all balls, no backup. Mm. What is going and yet, on? Hate when balls show up alone. <laughs> when you see a sack on the field, yeah. oh my go, god. What's going on? Yeah, Absolutely. a disembodied animated sack. <laughs> that that buildup for yeah. that drop is the biggest like momentum killer I've experienced in a while. In a while, that was not good, right? Am I alone? It, it- Matt, Matt, I want to tell you about a, a recent interaction that I had with Jenny. I was driving back uh, home, texting about various stuff, and then Jenny said, "Well, I'm about to go into the gym and and uh, try out this head PE. I'll talk to you later." And I was like, "Okay, I'll talk to Jenny later. I'm driving, so I shouldn't be on my phone anyway." That's right. And then maybe like. 10 minutes later like i like a the message icon pops up on my phone which i have propped up because i'm using the map and i see it just real fast and i go oh who texted me and i tap it up and it's jenny and it says oh boy this had the (laughs) (laughs) and i was like she just started it what is oh no so then i was like i guess that's what i'm listening to right now and then i popped it in and then i think i texted you i was like oh shit you weren't kidding (laughs) No, it's a weird start. <laughs> that is a weird start. It sets you up with like that. Let's get ready to rumble part, and then it goes. Let's I'm get ready to destroy. It to rip. I'm just like, let's drop. And just then this go. I was just like, what? What happened? Where did we go? We went into like a funk jam. Yeah, I wrote we funky in my notes. I mean, it's new metal. It just seems like a not as heavy version of what they did before. And also, right away, I read Jared's comments. I read how upset he was. And then I read and I read these lyrics. I listen to these lyrics. And I'm like, yeah, this doesn't have the weirdness. First album, Jared is talking about fucking pyramids. He's talking about 2012. Yeah. He's talking about getting up in that puss. And here. Got to get them guts. Got to get in those guts. None of that's going on here. None of that's going on here. Even also like suck it up. Suck it up. Jarred an album ago would have that would have been fuck it up. Am I right? Or am I right, Jenny? You're right. You are right. But this one's all buttoned up. They had to pay the record label back for losses on their first record, right? That's what they yeah. were like contractually obligated to do broken this one. Mm-hmm. And this, I, they must, there are like a lot of songs on this record that were in EA Sports games. So the record company must have been making its money back. They were like, licensing. Yeah. Yeah. So a very unusual start. Nondescript. It's, yeah, just really that that uh, that destroy immediately dropping away into what almost doesn't even sound necessarily like a funky guitar, funky bass, but almost like like a Neptunes, like uh, like NERD sound. Hmm, yeah. Uh, but oh, not, yeah, it kind of sounds like Rockstar a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. And uh, not, you know, love it. Love Rockstar. Love that first NERD record. But that's not what I'm here for. I'm here for some of that wild, jarred rockin'. 
Well, let's not give up yet. Oh, no. Okay. Track one. That? Track one. I don't let's promise do anything, but let's not give up yet. <laughs> uh, up next, we've got Bury Me. I'm so intoxicated. I feel supernatural. So illuminated. So unpredictable. I'm coming for you. That is what I was looking for. Yeah. There's also, I don't know, the structures of these songs are a little baffling. I think you would agree with that, Jenny. Because sometimes I'm like, is this the chorus? Or is this the chorus? Because there's a moment at 115 where I was like, is this a chorus or a bridge? Matt, if you want to go to 115 and just see if we can maybe discern if this is a chorus or a bridge. Sure. One second. Middle eight, baby. What does that mean? Um, it's eight measures in the middle of a song that are connecting two different distinct parts. Oh, thank you. Okay. So that, is that a bridge? Uh, uh, yeah, it could be a bridge. Okay. But a bridge usually goes to the chorus, and the middle eight can dump directly back into the mm. verse. Yeah. I, I got to say, yeah, this one I liked a bit more than Suck It Up. Just the, more rocking. The yeah, yeah, yeahs. Always made me smile, which is uh, very important, I think, when you're dealing with, with Jared and Head PE. you got to have a couple where so he, Jared just does something goofy and you're just like you're laughing because you're like, that's fun. This one also, I have to say, I could see a little bit of the Limp Bizkit, um sound sort of like being run through. Not right a blender, but basically sort of being put on it a little bit. But I enjoyed this one. I enjoyed this one. Jenny? Yeah, I liked this one as well. Um, I really wasn't sure what to expect after that opening I definitely hear the Limp Biscuit in this. I'm not so sure about the little yip yip parts. <laughs> they made me feel weird. Yeah. 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 I was like, uh, uh, I don't know. But uh, overall, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good one. Uh, songmeanings.com. A real, a real time capsule. I think we can all agree. Yes. Uh, XX Mindless XX said, this is a new head PE song. You can hear it at getmusic.com and then he puts a whole thing and he's like it's not the greatest quality but it's a fix for head junkies the lyrics sound right but improvements are always welcome if you think it's right so i believe that's a note (laughs) yeah about a year later we hear from anima 85 uk says or you could simply download it from kazaa or other such types add in on the above bs good song not their best but you still gotta love it you still, still gotta love it. You still so, gotta love it. Not their best. Fair. Complimentary, but fair. Yeah, absolutely. 
Love a good Kazaa mention. So our musical theory friends, uh, in music theory, the middle eight, a common type of bridge, oh, okay. refers to a section of a song with a significantly different mel- melody and lyrics, which helps the song develop itself in a natural way by creating a contrast to the previously played, usually placed after the second chorus in a song. And the middle eight is simply eight bars of a song that are a different tempo and sometimes key than the rest of the song. Bridge is the same thing, but can be fewer or more bars. So, I think you're right. Then that make that that would make it a middle eight because it's too soon to be a bridge. Then, right? So middle eight, middle eight, baby. Middle eight. Now I'll be listening. You'll hear that. it. You Sweet. will honestly hear it all the time. Now you'll be like, whoa. I'm gonna be like middle eight. Middle eight. And I'm gonna say it. I'm be like, oh, I love this middle eight. And if people don't know what I'm talking about, I'll be like, are you a fucking, fucking idiot? idiot? Are you a fucker? Oh, oh shit! I, I'm I have a, s- I during quarantine, I'm a zero fucker world. You don't know what middle eight is. <sighs> I've known that since I was born. <laughs> I love to take knowledge and weaponize it. That's my. Uh, I got to tell you, I hope Mitch knows what a middle eight is, or he is in for trouble during this quarantine. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I'll just. Love making Mitch feel bad. One of my <laughs> one of my top hobbies. Just ruining my husband's life. Uh, uh well, all right. Okay. Enough about my my life. Let's keep going here. Up next you got a song called Dangerous. So you guys, this song is about something that we uh, haven't heard from, heard about in a while, and that is some dangerous sex. Ooh, uh oh! Keep the lights on. I don't want to get lost, Matt. Uh, so Jenny and I both discovered um, that these lyrics on songmeanings.com for this song are incredibly wrong. Yes, not even. <laughs> Not even not, close. Not even close. They're they're from a completely different song that has the N-word in it a lot. So thankfully, once again, that two dollars coming in handy having these liner notes. I got I got to really find out what he was saying, and I think you, you might miss it if you don't have it in front of you. But um the chorus of this 
I'm just going to read it to you. Thank you. My face on you. My mouth on you. Mm. My weight on you. Not in these times. My (laughs) faith in you. And then I wrote, "Uh uh-oh, don't catch those feelings. Because that's the danger there. That's the danger of this sex that Jared is singing about, you guys. That All he right? cares about somebody? He might catch some feelings. <laughs> the ultimate danger. No. Wait a minute. Okay, Lauren, what? No. Back away from the stove, Lauren. <laughs> Listen, you guys, I'm just telling you what Jar's putting out there, all right? I'm not saying I agree with his thesis. I'm just saying that's what it is, all right? I'm saying mm. that... The, the danger, Jared will have sex with you any type of way, all right? Right. Right? He's got his face on you. He's mm-hmm. got his mouth on you. He's got his weight on you. So that also, you know, tells you, you know, what position he's in. Uh, but then he's got his faith in you. Ooh. Whoa. Is Jared about to open up a joint checking account with you? What's no, about no. to he, happen? He has a tattoo of the word faith on his dick. <laughs> Oh man! Wow! What if? What if? What if? What I if? Mean, right? What if? Oh, what if? My faith is in you. My faith is in you. My faith is growing stronger. Oh! 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 Wow! All oh, these double yeah. entendres. Uh, well, here's the thing. He wrote in it. He goes, "I'm sinking and I'm out of control. I'm dangerous, dangerous. I know that you can feel me. My face on you. I know that you can feel me. My face on you." He's in it, all right? He's, He's all the way. In it. He's in it, 100%, no doubt. But I'm saying that maybe that Dangerous just might catch some feelings. Jenny, what would you think about Dangerous? I, w- I thought it was more in line with what I was expecting from this record. I can definitely hear them trying to have pop appeal uh, in that song as well. But I liked it. you got to be careful not to catch feelings or else, I don't know. Something bad could happen. Like, if you're Jared, especially, you could become committed in a relationship. Now, we know he takes a turn later in life. <laughs> we know. He does he, come to respect women. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I mean, the Jared in this song, he's he's coming at an interesting perspective because he's, he's saying, I'm dangerous. We're about to get wild. We're about to do the deed. But I also think that you're probably going to be coming over a lot. So I bought another pillow because I'm a man who only Mm -hmm. had one pillow and now I have two. And also a new comforter. Just saying. Matt. I kind of dug the song. You catching those feelings? I'm catching them feelings about this song. You can keep a toothbrush here if you'd like. Oh, shit. <laughs> I put my face on you. Is that you talking to your toothbrush? I'm put my face on you. Oh, boy, my face is so on you. Oh, no. Maybe that's the danger. <laughs> like, maybe the danger is, yeah, the, the, all this face talking. Yeah, the face never comes off. Mm, the mirror has two faces. Oh, no. Mm. I hate when people breathe on me. <laughs> yeah hey, so maybe that's the danger now spe- it is actually dangerous. actually it is a danger yes <laughs> yeah, that's so right ahead of his time as ahead usual. of the curve uh, always ahead yeah so this one this one was fun all right all right Up next we got blackout
put words in my mouth Don't try to shut me up I'm not about plastic skin I gotta get out, gotta get out We watched a video, yo. We uh, did. We, we all did. watched this video. This video. Jenny, we'll start with you. I guess we'll just start with you on this video, and then we'll right. get to the song. Yeah. The video, I'll tell you what. DJ's on the move. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Matt and I and Catherine watched this uh, um before we recorded and we could there's a guy in like a, a paint suit or a work suit or something sunglasses and dreads just floating around scooting around back and forth and we couldn't figure out who it was for a little while and then uh matt eagle eye saw that it was the dj weird video um there's like a a sexy silhouette that's all over jared um Everybody eventually blacks out except for him. I don't know. Lauren, what'd you think? Uh, I'll read about the video. I will read what I wrote in my email to you. I said, this is one of my favorite videos we've ever encountered for the show. (laughs) Literally giddy watching this thing. The giant room, the red curtains, the DJ just skateboarding around. Jared dancing. A lot of great Jared dance moves. You want to learn how to move... You watch Jared in this video. Jared's clo- getting solid shimmy shakes going on. This Incredible whole thing. The closing dedication. Oh, that's know, right. Dedicated in memory of Chinstrap, who is also, this album is dedicated in the memory of Chinstrap, R.I.P. Chinstrap. I said, this thing's got to go in the new metal junk drawer. It's incredible. It's, I, I don't know. Are we calling it that early? <sighs> I, I, this video means a lot to me you guys watching this thing i was like i mean for one that room that they are performing in is so big it's huge it's a it's like a museum or a a royal hall of some kind yeah and these giant red curtains jarred in full adidas um just breaking it down uh I, I really did not expect to have as much giddy joy from this video as i got really really something special so let me let me just ask a question yeah did we ever finish the junk drawer for the twisted corn thing uh, we i think we it in there oh, we tossed we, it in there we tossed it in there yeah, yeah okay yeah. i must have been having a stroke during that part you were Matt, we were Matt, really Matt, worried Matt. about you but we had to keep talking about the junk drawer so we didn't mention cool, that. Cool. <laughs> throw um, it in baby throw it in there it is there it is um uh okay so the video, transcendent, incredible. The, the reason we do this show. Let's talk about this song. This song. Is it, is it like sugary sweet? Like, is this, I mean, like that chorus. That chorus slots right in next to like a Sum 41, Blink-182, 
pop punk like that is one sweetened up chorus those blackout backing vocals yeah yeah. it's just super poppy yeah and it was in ea sports mvp baseball 2003 which tracks everything about what we've now heard jared say post this album in 2011 that they were trying to force them to do a mainstream sound this is generic new metal stamped out song Mm -hmm. it has all the tropes every there's there's a real good scratch breakdown later in the song 205 if you want to hear it 205 you want to hear that scratch breakdown well let's do it i mean we're here here we are You know what? Give the DJ some. You know? Give a little bit over to DJ Product 1969 copyright. Daps galore. He did it. He did it. And also, you know what? That let's go back to the video again. I'm sorry. I love no, it so it's much. All right. We'll say we'll spend as much time as you need. The DJ Product 1969 copyright just deciding, you know what? What am I doing back here? I don't have anything to do for this part of the song. Wait, I got my deck. I'm going to skate around this place like it's grandma's house. Yeah. My man is doing moves. I, I, I just remember thinking, right now, this is one of the most... Just him not scratching and just skating around. I was like, I haven't been this impressed by a DJ since DJ Worm. Just putting wow. it out there. And yeah. you know, Whoa. I, I love DJ Worm. Every time I see him driving around in his little <laughs> Apple, tr- Apple car on He's his way to a gig. Oh, boy. So... Uh, yeah, this is a really crazy one. Like the song itself is so poppy and so sugary as to, I, I don't want to say it put me off. It just was just I, I mean, I if Jared hadn't said it, I would have been like, yo, this this thing is really polished. But that video. Oh, really love the video. Um, Also, this song is like a, a party time kind of, but it starts with. A heartbeat monitor <laughs> yeah uh, like the most poppy song that starts with like wow you know <laughs> this could go grim no it's a party it's a party just uh the element of surprise you know yeah you gotta have the element of surprise um songmeanings.com not everyone agreed with me jenny on this mm. video uh b12 says, I don't know about you, but this song sounds like it's discussing people who are extremely affected by the media, so they get referred to as plastic faces. And more particularly, this song is about a guy who likes a media-affected girl who he finally got along with, but now he notices how plastic she is. The video clip is a bit disappointing. Respectfully disagree, B12. Wow. Sorry to hear that. Man. Um, But you know what? At the same time... Get these plastic people out of here. I do know that I have zero time for plastic people. Don't like them. Listen, I know that they're going to outlast me because they're made of plastic. They won't biodegrade. I get it. Still, get them out of here. I need to see them while I still exist. Yeah, Darcy from 90 Day Fiance will outlive us all. (laughs) 
She's gone a real tra- undergone a real transformation since the oh, first yeah. time she was on the show. Oh yeah. boy. Lot oh of, boy. A lot of enhancements. Mm. So there we go. Those plastic people. Plastic people. All right. Up next, get away. <laughs> This is the the final song on the album. Not, it's not the last song on the album. It's the final song on the album that oh, you might be able to see this. That is on a soundtrack for a sport. Does it show up on Spotify? It doesn't. No. It doesn't. Okay, what sport would you guess? I would say maybe soccer. That'd be my first guess. It's kind of mellow, laid back soccer. Mm. Okay, that's a no. No. Do you want to make more guesses or do you want me to tell you? T- tennis? No. <laughs> oh, oh, I want him to guess some more now. Yeah. One more. <laughs> one more, Matt. Um, NHL? <laughs> no. It's from the EA Sports video game NASCAR Thunder 2003. <laughs> 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 of course it is. This is like not a NASCAR song. No. No, no, this is a sublime song. Yeah. Like, you would lose if you were listening to this song. <laughs> it's too slow. You need some room, room songs I, to get around the track. I, you Dale know what? Earhart Jr. <laughs> not, yes. I'm not fixing that. <laughs> Don't. Uh, no. Earnhardt Jr. Number 14. He ain't, he ain't listening to this when he's crossing the line. No. I don't know anything about NASCAR. That's okay. I don't think any of our listeners expect that we would have any sort of NASCAR knowledge. I just, I don't know. This song for NASCAR just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. All I could think is about the, there was a racing game for the Sega Saturn. Let's go back. I'm showing my age here. And for some reason, they decided that the soundtrack to this racing game that I think was maybe not NASCAR, but maybe like a NASCAR-like stand-in was Tropicalia sort of smooth, synthy, you know, you know, post-Nintendo, pre-like 64-bit situation. Um, but it was a man singing over on top of all of this. So you'd be racing, and then there'd be a guy literally singing, and it gave me this. This honestly, the chorus especially gave me the same type of vibe. Once you said this was in a NASCAR game, I'm like, 
there it is. That's the connection. Somebody, wow. somebody growing up on that Sega Saturn game was like, perfect. Put it in. That chorus, that makes me want to go right to that checkered flag. Oh, well, there you have it. That's Blackout. the best the best excuse I can come up with. It belongs in a NASCAR. Or not blackout. Getaway belongs in a NASCAR. It belongs in a NASCAR. It I'm going to leave it at that. Blare it in your, in your NASCAR. In your NASCAR. If, you're, if you are that. in your NASCAR and you need a song to just get you going, get you through those laps, which so many laps. Can we talk about how there's too many laps? Uh, I'm going to say there's too many laps. A lot of laps. A lot of laps. Um, at a certain point, you're like, I got it. A lot of laps. Let's just park it. Let's get home. Let's get hey, home to our families. What are, what are we doing? You got to believe. There's so many racers out there. I'm going to say there's like 32 cars on those tracks. Sure. You got you to believe at some point one of those guys, never the guy in the front, and maybe not the guy in the back, but maybe somebody who's in the middle, right around lap, I'm going to say like 58, goes... What are we doing here? Like, what is what 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 is happening here? And he probably has to call his guy in the pit, and he says, "I'm, I don't know why I'm doing this. I'm having doubts." And they got to talk him down. That's the thing we don't know. We think like, why? Do, what do they talk to him about? Talking about fuel? Talking about tire pressure? No, 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 man. They just got to keep him doing those laps. Yeah. Because at any moment that dude's like, "I'm gonna pull over. I'm just gonna pull over. Don't pull just, over. Just put on getaway." <laughs> Look, I have 442 laps to go. I don't know if I can do this. Just put on getaway. Thank you. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> yeah. And it's- in the winner's circle, <laughs> Dale Earnhardt Jr. There he is. <laughs> clutching a copy of Head PE's Blackout. Our most favorite guy, number 14, Ever. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Earnhardt. <laughs> And everybody knows that NASCARs have CD players in them. Oh, NASCARs do. They, NASCARs have four CD players. <laughs> That's correct. They don't mind the weight. No. Listen, when it helps you rock. They got some <laughs> kickers in the back. Oh That's yeah, true. That's true. I mean, also think about it, you're driving around it. I mean, what's it, what is that like the Daytona 500? Oh, 500. God. Imagine waking up on a Sunday and being told you need to drive in a circle 500 times. Oh, is that why Fuck it's 500? You. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh, I had no idea. Why did you Why did you think the 500 stood for? No I wrong answer. I never answers. thought about it. I was just like the Daytona 500. Sure, sounds great. <laughs> we uh, I am looking at this track list and it is dense with songs. That's true. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. I'm sorry. All right. Up next, we've got Crazy Life. What a crazy life, huh? Weird stuff. Unusual. (laughs) Flying cars. What a crazy life. Not far off. Here it comes. 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 Here it com
trust me and shit. Carl, you go. What? What? I'm just, I'm just doing guest vocals on crazy. Life. You are supposed to be in your online class right now. Yeah. Look, I have, I have my phone set up with a picture of me staring off into the distance. Teacher doesn't know. They're not going to call on me. Charles, now is not the time to neglect your studies, even during a pandemic. If anything, you need to double down because this, listen, this pandemic's not going to last forever. And you got to get back out there into a very tough job market because everyone in the world will need a job at that point. So you're not going to just be competing with people in your field. You'll be competing with all people. I'm talking literally thousands of people. Are you saying it's Charles Manchin? versus the world the name of my first album (laughs) wow charles oh my god are you announcing your album i'm announcing my album sure why not give me more work (laughs) yeah uh, yeah, i'm announcing my first album charles mansion versus the world i'm gonna put it up on band camp sure 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 some place that you can stream it and tell your whole family about it it's real um coming this year coronavirus can't special. stop it can't stop you know, coronavirus cannot stop charles mansion unfortunately it looks like you can't uh can't stop coronavirus but charles if you don't get upstairs and go back to school i'm gonna flush you down the toilet <laughs> please don't <laughs> Please don't fuck me down the toilet. I will. I will I have not. to. Jenny will so do it. I've seen her do it. I've worked from home for one day. I'm a real. <laughs> I'm losing my shit. I'm a real string bean. I'll go right down. You will, like a little yeah. wet noodle. <laughs> Just like a tiny wet noodle. Yeah. Because my joints are terrible. I have had way too many soda pops at Ramshorn. I know. I know, Charles. It's okay. Just go back to your room and learn, okay? Yeah. Okay, but if I guess vocal on another track, will you be upset? I have my fingers on the uh flusher (laughs) what's that thing called i think it's called a handle uh a handle isn't it a handle what do you push to flush a toilet (laughs) (laughs) i've never done it before (laughs) you're always like someone get in here someone get in here you gotta take care of this scream as loud as i can mitch get in here take care of this This was, the this was this was the demons away. <laughs> yes. Oh boy. Um I uh I got to tell you talking about the song for a minute, just a minute. Um uh, I really like this one because we were getting some of that album 1 album 2 jarred going on here. We're talking about being repressed by the policeman. You know, he's hitting that hydro. Um according to the comments which I'll jump right down to the comments. Mr. Cannabis says Shalala is a meth pipe. Take this glass away. Come on now, y'all. So apparently when he said take that glass away, my first thought was always he's drinking. But according to Mr. Cannabis, a little extra asses there, Shalala is a meth pipe. So Jared's getting a little wild. And then in classic Jared style, second verse. Oh, boy. Lot going on there. He's in. Uh, I'll just read it. Uh, if Charles is nearby, he's going to need to cover his ears. This is not for not for young ears. Up in the middle of Cali, in an alley, making love to the teenage lady. I guess he doesn't specify. <laughs> yeah. 
But I'm gonna guess it's not a good situation. No. And then um, Matt, if you uh, if you want to go to 220, we'll get uh, we'll get just a, a, a great uh, a great bit of uh, jarred lyrics. Here you go. Here's 220. I've been a man of love, yo face. What a disgrace! You a trick ass bitch. How my dick tastes, motherfucker. No, ain't nobody feeling you, and I ain't going back to prison over killing you. Yeah. Why? There it is. Go in, Jarrett. Oh boy. Charles is lost. He's lost. We lost him. Um. Yeah. I mean, when Jared said, "I, I was in my car and I heard it clear as day," when he said, "You a trick ass, trick ass bitch," how my dick taste? I was like, "There he is." Yeah. Don't why it took this many tracks for us to get that pure uncut Jared, but I'm glad it got through. This is indeed a crazy life. Yeah. Jenny, what did you think of this one? I thought it gave me head PE energy for sure. It made me laugh. I did not know Shalala meant... Um, meth pipe? Meth pipe. I didn't know meth pipe was a thing. And I just feel like I'm learning a lot today. Mm. Um, eventually, we're going to figure out what that flusher is called. and Handle. It's a handle? That's it. Yeah. But don't you use a handle to like open things? Um, But I... If so, okay, so if your toilet's running, what is what would what would you say to someone? Hey, my toilet's running. What should I do? I you guess. Would, what would you say? You better catch it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. <laughs> it's honestly oh, called. Oh man, it's called uh, the handle. Or you yeah. could call it the flush lever. The flush lever. But I, I would think say, I'll stick with handle. I guess I, I'd never. I've just called it the flusher. <laughs> that makes it sound like a weird villain or something. Indeed. Um, yeah. All right. All but I'd right. say jiggle, jiggle the handle. That's um, what you say. You know what? I think I have said that now that you mention it. I guess yeah. I, I guess I have been calling it a handle. Mm-hmm. Just got caught up thinking about a door handle. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Up next, we've got half the man. <laughs> That's a pretty swinging for the fences radio song. Yeah, I, I wasn't really on board for this one. It starts off, and I think it's going to be like Don't Fear the Reaper. The Half the Man title makes me think that I'm going to get some sort of weird sort of cover of Creep by Stone Temple Pilots. And um, yeah, this is just not this is not why I come to a head PE album. I'm not coming for this. This is my thing. It's also it's just a little too slow for me. 
Not that it's a super slow song, but yeah, especially coming off a of crazy life, I was like, give me crazy life part two. Like, give me, you know, tell me what else is crazy. And so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was a, and I can't tell if it's a bad relationship song or him talking about um, the bad deal with Jive and how he felt about that. You know, I've wasted so much time. I've wasted half my life. Like, you know, I don't know. When you get caught in these bad record label deals, sometimes it feels like half your life. Jenny, what did you think of this one? Uh, it wasn't my favorite, but with the context that they were trying to, well, they were being uh, forced to try to make a pop record, it made a lot more sense. I didn't hate it, but definitely wasn't my favorite song on the record. Matt? In a way, Jared sounded a little like Ozzy on this, which was weird. I mean, it's the slow boy. It's it's kind of, like I said, swinging for the fences for a radio song. I don't think it hits, but unfortunately for the band, but yeah. Yeah, we uh, have we gotten to, there was two singles. The first single was Blackout. The second single, we have not gotten to yet. So we'll wait to talk about that. Um and actually, Blackout, let me just see. The Blackout peaked at number 21 on the hot mainstream rock charts and 32 on the hot modern rock tracks chart. Say that three times fast. Uh, all right. Let's just keep this bad boy going. All right. Up next, we got The Only One. feels like off-brand Limp Biscuit. This feels like off-brand Crazy Town. Ooh. Ooh, shots fired. Shots fired. I listened to this thing and I said, what is going on here? This sounds like a song that Crazy Town was like, mm, we're going to leave this one off, Dark Horse. <laughs> Not quite <laughs> up to par. Wow. Oh, this was a low point for me. I was like, what is going on? I wrote, what is going on here in my in my notes? This could be crazy town. Like the, the just the rapping just sounds like it. That 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 I'm slipping away. Uh, yeah, just the whole thing. I uh, not there for it. Um, he does mention in the comments, or not in the comments, in his lyrics. You know, in a room full of strangers, everybody knows me, and everybody's so plastic. Talking about those phonies, those fakes, those posers. Yeah. Phonies. You hate. You hate I when you w- don't need no 
fucking posers, bro. No one likes a poser. No one does. Yeah. What, Jenny? What's worse, the poser or a fucker? Oh. Fucking a fucker. A fucker for okay. sure. By All far. Right. By far. A poser is just gonna pretend to be something they're not. Many posers are fuckers. Boom. That's true. There is mm. a there is a Venn diagram. There's an overlap. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, true. Uh, yeah. So this one was a big disappointment for me. Yeah. Jenny, Matt, any other thoughts on on the only one? Not from me. Let's roll. Up next, we got the next single, Other Side. Gonna tell you some real stories from the other side of the tracks. This is some real life shit. Is this fucking happening right now? What the fuck is this song? Matt, listen. The first half of this record, you're like, all right, we're making concessions, but we're still trying to rock. We're still doing the head PE thing. Crazy life. Okay. Tell him how his dick tastes. Great. Perfect. But then we go into this fake crazy town thing. And then he's like, you know what we need? An Everlast song. And I was like, what is happening? Jenny, you were at the Y. You worked out to this album. What did Mm -hmm. you do in the second half? Well, this album, I don't want to tell you how long it is because it's not time yet, but by the time it got to the song, I was winding down, so it worked out. (laughs) So I left. uh, mm -hmm. uh, This feels like a workout. I mean, let me be honest. Yeah, it's a lot. There's a lot of songs. Um, It's a lot of fucking songs. There's a lot of, I, I, yes, I agree. I felt bad. I I look at how many songs there are and I think about the content of the songs and I, Way, if this is going to be the time that you, Uncle Phil, me right out the front door of your house. <laughs> I thought, never, maybe. Never you, Jenny. Oh. Never you, never Lauren. Oh, thank you. But head PE oh. may not be welcome in my home. Oh, Matt. Yeah, this was like I wrote, like, let me see those lighters. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not, once again, we show up to a head PE album for specific reasons. And we keep getting not those reasons. I don't, I'm not here for fake Crazy Town. I'm certainly not here for fake Everlast. I'm barely there for real Everlast. So, yeah. And also, this was the second single? No. Not, not Crazy Life? Mm-hmm. <sighs> Get me a time machine. I'm going back. I'm doing two things. One, killing Hitler. Two... I'm to get into that A&R room when they pick the second single from Blackout, and I'm making yeah. some calls. It's good that you've made some responsible choices okay. in your time listen. travel. Listen, listen, no one's going to get mad at me. He had time machine. Did he kill Hitler at least? He did. Okay, good. There you go. Yeah. All right. Okay. Up we got next. a few more. Yeah, we do. Uh, up next, we got Flesh and Bone.
We what's are. Go- we're in the back half. What, what what's going wrong here? What's going wrong here, Matt? What's going wrong here? They aren't true to themselves. I what Jared said in that interview in 2011 is a hundred percent correct. This is a Sum 41 esque song. It is trying to be a radio friendly song, and I understand it. Like, wouldn't I? If your choices are, hey, make a couple compromises and we might have a hit, or you know, do the same thing that you guys have been doing. You know, and I'm not saying that those were his choices, but he was definitely being led down more of a primrose path of, look, I think you guys could have a fucking hit. You know, you just got to soften the edges a little bit. I would get the sense that the label would be like, hey, tone down your sound, tone down your lyrics a little bit, smooth out the edges just a touch, and you guys are going to be a firecracker. You're going to be top of the pops, baby. And it isn't true to them. And it comes through in the songs. They for sure. I think. It seems like in this position that they were in, they'd need to appeal to like teens and youths and like youths yep <laughs> they're too he's too far like whacked out to really get there and trying to pretend like you're not someone who's bonkers if you're jared just doesn't right no this becomes yeah. hello fellow teens yeah and also like you can feel them uh it is one of those things almost like an overflowing like an overflowing bucket or an overflowing bag. Like they're cramming in hooks. They're cramming in all these hooks. But at the loss of personality and nuance. And there's just a lot of like weird choices that are being made. But they're not weird enough. They're just sort of like, I guess that's a choice. These haymans that, that fit in there are just sort of unusual and feel immediately you know, dated in a bad way. I mean, obviously we deal with a lot of stuff that you could say is like quote unquote dated, but you know, we get some dated stuff that's like fun. You're just like, I love it. I'm so glad I missed that. But this just feels weird and awkward. And, and we know like, you know, love it or hate it or whatever, but there's, yeah, there is something to be said about a band getting to be themselves. And yeah, I really do feel for Jared in this one. And, and you know, there's almost something going on in like the pre-chorus, but once it gets into the actual chorus, the who's standing in my way, why won't you just go away? Nobody's listening. There's nobody's home. Nothing lasts forever when you're flesh and bone. I that, that I don't know. It just feels like a long journey to nowhere. Like it doesn't doesn't take me there. It's not a chorus I'm going to be yelling when they play flesh and bone at the show, which I doubt they would. I, I wouldn't play this one. Just a bummer. I, yeah, it was one of those ones where I was just like, man. You know, I'm feeling for our boy on this record. You know, I really am. Uh, are, are we ready for the next one? Oh, yeah. Up next, we've got Octopussy into Carnival.
now Carnival. This record makes no fucking sense. Bananas. Just just wait. Know your enemies well. Play into your life. Oh, Disguise oh. as your friends. Know your enemies well. They're in the next room waiting for you to fall asleep. I don't know how you can live such a life. Matt. I know what you're thinking. You cannot go outside. There is a pandemic. And it's also your house. You can't leave. What? I'm going to silence your voice right now. Whoa. Whoa. That's a certified got him. <laughs> that is, Matt. You got him real good with that one. <laughs> oh, boy. This, um, yeah, this one was, I mean, especially this late in the album, I was just like, are we, are we really doing this? Are we really given this weird sort of, is this a swing, a waltz? Oh, uh, you know what I love? Those Renaissance gray and purple striped pants. That's that's my favorite shit right there. Oh yeah. You know uh, the ones that kind of flare at the bottom? Oh, I know the ones. Thank you. They're that's exactly right. Uh Jenny, what'd you think of Carnival? Did not like it. <laughs> Didn't like it one bit. Um that's a shock to no one. Uh, what is going octopusy is the song i want to hear and they're like yeah we can still do some riffs that are pretty much standard riffs but uh see you later here's octopusy (laughs) here's carnival yeah that yeah and also i mean there's honestly two missed opportunities there one what goes on at a carnival debauchery craziness if you're jarred i assume it's kind of crazy life as been established earlier also you call song octopussy and it's just some riffs and nothing vulgar two strikes three and you're out if i follow baseball rules well you're gonna have to yeah i, I think it's the only rules that the only the only place that uses strikes yeah. um yeah, other uh, than bowling, but that's oh, a different, it's a different type it's of different strike. Songmeanings dot com did show up for this one. Um, Jenny, a lot of good comments here. Um, I'm going to start by reading Silver Crow, who said, "How has no one commented on this song? It's one of the best on the album, Silver Crow. You out of your goddamn mind." <laughs> This is basically just about... You're crazy for this one, Silver Crow. (laughs) You're crazy. This is basically just about betrayal. Perhaps a friend had betrayed Jared, and so now he trusts no one. Nobody. Nobody. That could be true. Uh, Thank You Pay Me responded and said, I totally agree with Silver Crow. One, it's one of the best songs on the album. Two, more than likely, Built Up Hostility is released from a friend who betrayed him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you, Pay Me. I'm glad that you found Silver Crow to agree that this is one of the best songs in the album because you both crazy for this one. Crazy for this one. And then our boy Dizzy69 showed up 
said, I like this song if it wasn't so fucking repetitive. Probably the worst head PE song because of that. Wow. Okay. Take now we're that. talking. Two extremes. Is and it the then, best head PE song? Mm, two coins in a fountain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's a response to that um, from CM in a who said, most of the time, ideas such as this one are repeated to get an idea in your head to make you think about it. Oh, boy, that's a got him. Yeah, <laughs> and a wake-up sheeple. Oh, man. Wow, this song's it's really It's called repet- a motif, idiot. There we go. Oh, man. You know when you're just complaining about something being repetitive and someone goes, remember it now, dumbass? You Fucker. Oh. I'm going to keep trying to make fucker happen. Uh, it's happening. Quick Q. Oh, okay. Sure yeah. How respectful of our time is this album? This album comes in at 49 minutes and 46 seconds. For 14 tracks, that's actually fairly respectful, but I do have feelings about it. That's fair. It's, it's content over actual time, uh, this one, I think. We've got a couple more songs left. Let's keep going. Uh, up next, we've got Fallen. This is from Ava Adore. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Matt, before we get into the discussion, if you want to go to 235. Once again, this is a song that feels... Like there was a ver- there's a version of this song. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do devil's advocate, and the devil I am advocating for is Jared. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm saying there's a version of the song that fucking rips, that fucking crushes. But then somebody came in and said, "We gotta we gotta give we gotta give it a different chorus. We gotta pop up this chorus. We gotta do something else," because. I don't know. Like he's he's coming. Like once that beat drops and he's doing his raps, I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm here for. This is what I like. What I'm here for. But that chorus stinks. Huge letdown. 
But then later on, you get that push it part. I'm like, this is cool. I like this. So it's a mess. It's a real mess. I want the real version. Release the real version of Fallen. It's got to exist. Or it doesn't. I don't yeah. know. Make a but FOIA request. See what you find. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You're right. Okay, let me get, let me get crack <laughs> on that. That's what they're intended for, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Real version of a, the la- next to last song on the Head album 2003. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this one, yeah, I was, um, I wrote that this song is more betrayal, but ultimately the betrayal is to me for not giving me a top-notch chorus to go with these verses. Jenny, thoughts on Fallen? Uh, I agree it was all over the place. Um, at this point, I just feel like we're trying to fill up an album. We're trying to fill up a whole CD. Um, absolutely. Content's fallen off for me here. And they didn't need to. They didn't need to. 14 songs is too many. This could have been a solid 10. A solid 10. I mean, I I mean, I don't know if they would have been a solid 10. I mean, maybe. Correct. But at least. Yeah. The best, the cream of the crop. Yeah. Listen, get me a motherfucking time machine. I will go back one. I promise you I will kill Hitler. First place I go, but second place I go is, what? what where does a machine record his stuff at? The machine shop, duh. In Hoboken, New Jersey, I'm going to roll in and be like, hey, I'm from the future. Things are fucked, but we got to talk about this album. It's not going to go well if you don't listen to Jared. You guys need to compromise a little bit. Give him a little bit more than you're taking, okay? All right, I'm out. Gotta go. Yes, I killed Hitler. Don't worry about it. Literally, like, who's Hitler? Right, again. <laughs> oh, that's right, the paradox. No I one forgot. would appreciate it. Ah, oh, man, isn't that isn't that the ultimate thing with the time machine, though? That's the thing. Then I'd come back in and I'd be like, isn't this head PE album great? You're welcome. And you'd be like, Lauren, you didn't fuck to do with this. I'm like, but... Oh, oh no. Everybody would be wearing like other people's skin. Like it'd be way worse. Mm. (laughs) Uh, It really would say something if I went back and made this head PE album better and now is worse than it is. (laughs) I was talking about the state of the world, but that's what I meant. That's what I meant. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But this record (laughs) is marginally better. It's like, yes, but the. German dictator Bitler. <laughs> oh, Bitler. Oh, boy. Madoff yeah. Bitler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't all know. Right. Just something to think about if you're traveling through time. Yeah. Uh, all mm-hmm. right. Up next, Revelations.
did your fabled double thumbs down to this song, especially its chorus. We'll start with you. So they load me up. They front load this thing with Starfuckers Incorporated. Mm. And I'm kind of like, okay, I'm in. Let's see what we do. And then they unleash that chorus. And I am like double tapping out. I am so not into it. Like, where's Jared? Like, where's the where's the crazy man? Where's He's living this crazy life. And yet at the same time, yeah, he's like, let me make a sub Nine Inch Nails, sub Marilyn Manson song. That also I'm then going to cram once again this pop hook into. Yeah. It's it's a mess. Get 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 a mop, get a broom. We're going to be here a while because we got to clean up this mess. It's all over the place. Jenny, thoughts and revelations. Don't like it. You both said everything that I could say about it. Yeah, not not uh not what I wanted. It just felt yeah, it just felt really yeah. Like I was like, oh, I've heard this before. Liked it more when the other people did it. Not so much here, because once again, it's not even. I cannot. I mean, I'm glad. You know, I I often hate it when an artist is like, oh, that that old record, garbage trash but like this one i hear exactly what he's complaining about and i don't think he's backpedaling at all you know i think he's right if anything i have a lot more respect for jared now being like i kowtowed i didn't fight for the record i i bent over backwards to do what they wanted me to do and the record suffered because of it you know what that's somebody owning their shit mm-hmm. that's true that's true and if you hear these more recent you know uh head pe records 100 percent uncut jarred straight from the source right to your ears no filter all that guy so no filthy boys no filties no and that's the album that is blackout by head pe head planted earth as it says on the front cover here that's what they went with we didn't really talk about this album art a lot of eyeballs Tons. Giant, giant eyeballs. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a Starman thing going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Does that is that a uh, EKG heart thing that goes to flatline, or is it a sound wave? The I green think, line. I think it's a heart one because I think this giant eyeball has scared the crap out of this what looks to be a little boy, and he's dead now because he's like, oh yeah, because then on the back, oh yeah, on the back, if you see. It just has the little boy and just a flat green line. So, yeah, he's dead. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. I know it's grim, pandemic and everything, but I'm just telling you what's going on in these liner notes. There you go. Craziness. Uh, I think it's that part of the show now where we talk about... Cannon talk. Talk about the cannon. Jenny, we'll start with you. Sure. I thought this record had its highs and lows. I like Bury Me. There were some fun parts. Dangerous was interesting um but overall i think jared told us the truth that it's not that good of a record and that it's just kind of it's all over the place it definitely feels like something that they were they felt compelled to do more than they actually wanted to do it uh so i am a no to putting anything in other than the video in the junk drawer of course lauren what do you think yeah, this album is definitely compromised. Jared never really gets to wild out like he has in the past. It's very slick. Lots of big choruses that only even work half the time. 
Um, I did think it was a little too long, but it, at the same time, not an always unenjoyable listen. There's some fun stuff. I also think that maybe it was released a little too late in the game. Uh, really, you know, something to think about. And uh, yeah, I wouldn't put anything in the canon. Uh, I would say, you know, though, yeah, 100%. That video's got to go in the junk drawer. Matt. You know, it's funny because you said something earlier in this show that I never realized until you said it, is that we call this space and time the come down because we're living in retrospect. You know, here's head PE swinging for the fences, thinking that this is probably going to be the one that breaks them, the one that brings them through. So they make compromises. They do things that they wouldn't necessarily want to do because they put out two records, had moderate success with the last record thinking like, this is it. This is our time. Strike now. The iron's hot. But then uh, they made a quintessential come down record. Like this, unfortunately, misses way more than it hits. There's a few things that I dig on this record, but most of them are overshadowed by like Carnival or um, the only one that I wanted to turn off two seconds into, which is sad. Because I honestly, over the period of time that we've been doing this show, have come to like some head PE. But this record seems like a miss. There you have it. We're with you, Jared. They they got in your way, and they shouldn't have. So, not in the canon this time. But you know what? We haven't given up on head PE. They've got quite a few albums more. And you know what? If the next album is a response to this one coming in real hot, we got to hear that record. We got to hear that record. I can't wait to listen to that record. That one, yeah. That one we'll have to do. I, I don't I think the last head PE record we did in like 2017. So I think we we uh we had a 3-year wait for this one, but I think we're not going to wait as long to get to the next one. Uh so there you have it. Not in the canon, but the Blackout video and the new metal junk drawer. And that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Stay safe during this pandemic that we are all existing in. Hopefully, when this episode is listened to years from now, people are like, oh, remember that? Glad that's over. That That's wasn't as bad as they thought it would be. Oh, yeah. Let's hope. Let's, Let's hope. hope. Let's hope. All right. Until next time. Jenny, thank you. Lauren, thank you. Matt, thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Up in the middle of Tokyo, I hit hydro whenever I left.